Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Yeah, I'm putting together a show, and I need a star. You want people to laugh at me. Well, they're laughing anyway, kids, so might as well get paid. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. Strength, fearless, climbing, speed, boomerang, smoldering intensity. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. News Radio. Now, today we have a unique situation because we are not only broadcasting the movie show from Bountiful and Noble House Furniture and Design, and of course, you know, from the studios of KSL as well. But uh, our Steve Sales is in California. And Steve, have we got you live and direct there from the uh, Golden State? I am here, Douglas. Uh, how All are right. You doing? Well, hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And there was a family loss in your family, and we offer condolences. But I'm glad you can join us uh, this morning here on the program. And plus, as if getting up at, you know, five minutes to nine to be on the movie show each and every week (laughs) here in Utah is tough enough. Stephen is on Pacific time today, so I apologize for the loss of the hour of sleep. Well, thank you. I went to bed like at 9 o'clock last night just so I'd adjust uh, for it. But, geez, I, you haven't talked about any donuts yet. Are you uh, You're not going to lord that over me this morning? You know, the, so far, Steve, <gasps> there's no food. No oh, food. I know. I know. So, well, you know, I'm sure you when know. it comes, you'll... You'll announce it to the world. <laughs> well, and, and plus, you know, with, with the goodness and the largesse, of the wonderful people here in Bountiful. Heaven only knows what could, what could arrive. <laughs> who, who we can gild into something is the bottom line. Okay, well, as is tradition here on the show, being sticklers for decorum and decency and, well, okay, that, that's a bunch of malarkey. But we do need to do the movie show preview because it's sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services just up the road a piece from where I am broadcasting right now in Centerville. So here we go. Oh, by the way, Stephen, we have a yes, new sir. victim who is running the board back in the studios. His name oh, is no. Hunter. I know. So I hope he's been appropriately warned and uh, great caution is being taken. I hope that he took all of his meds this morning and that we're going to be okay. You know, the, well, actually, I'm worried about him being okay. So, Well, I'm just a- concerned that Hunter might become the prey if he doesn't do right. No, nobody ever becomes victimized, nor do they become the prey on this very kind show. Hey, somebody's calling me from Payson, Utah. Who do you, who do you suppose that is? <laughs> well, I just no. saw the president, so it's probably not him. It's probably not Joe Biden. I'd say that's a safe guess. All right, so, Hunter, hit the button on the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Okay, the big movie review will be the Adam Project. We're going to talk about that. Boy, talk about a cast. Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner. We've got Zoe Saldana. And, I mean, holy cow. I mean, what, what a cast. So we'll give you yeah, the review. Yeah, you forgot Catherine Keener. And, uh, That's right. The kid, Walker Scobell, that kid's got some future. 
Yeah, Walker Scobell is, well, well, we'll tell you a little bit more about it, but there is an older version of a character and a younger version of a character. He is the younger version of a character. So anyway, uh, interesting watch. So we'll talk about that, but other movies that are uh, out today in various forms. We don't have a traditional big release. Uh, I don't know if uh, nobody wanted to take on the Batman or what the deal was, but we have Turning Red, we have Tyson's Run, I Am Here, the la- let's see what have we got gray pieces of her and what else have we got here the last days of ptolemy last, last days of ptolemy gray is a um, a limited series with samuel l jackson playing the lead and it's the best oh. thing he's ever done yeah last days of ptolemy gray so we won't uh, have gray and ptolemy at the same time all right so there there, those are the movies in various ways and venues that you can watch them. We'll also have our movie news coming up, and uh, Blake Anderson, the big kahuna from the Megaplex Theaters, will be joining us. I invited him last week. We talked about the humanitarian effort that is underway right now at all of the uh, Larry H. Miller properties, and so many other people are involved in that, too. Boy, you know, you look down the list of kind of the heavy hitter supporters that are making it much easier for the rest of us to uh, participate as well. And it is impressive. And it'll be great to get an update from Blake, uh, who's the president, of course, of the Megaplex Theaters, and see how things are going. I was at Jordan Commons last week for a film, and they had so much stuff. I was so proud of Utah stepping up. Oh, and, you know, they're asking for all of the, the normal things. You know, and interestingly enough, diapers always come up. They're asking for cash donations, things like that. But we'll run through the uh, list of kind of the obvious uh, items and uh, other ways that we can give, and that will be coming up in our movie news with uh, Blake Anderson. Let's see, what else do we have? Virginia Pierce will be joining us, the commissioner herself. I understand she is going to be here in person with us at Noble House Furniture and Design here in Bountiful. We're looking forward to that in the 10 o'clock hour. And uh, let's see, what else have we got here? Streaming news, we've got that coming up, the movie show Top 10. Dee is back from her sojourn to Missouri, so she will be joining us for the uh, quirky picks of the week. And uh, telephone torture, of course, all of that is coming up here on the movie show at KSL News Radio today. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, and uh, this week, as Steve put it the other day, by default, it's the Adam Project. Steve, before we review the movie and play the soundbite, how can we see the Adam Project? Well, it is uh, will be available uh, today on Netflix. It's also in a variety of theaters in Utah. Uh, unfortunately, none of them are Megaplex theaters, which I was um, kind of sad to, to say. But, boy, you know, it's just such a dearth of big movies this week that, um, I, like you said, by default, it became the, the big movie of the week. Yeah, let's get a soundbite on The Atom Project. Laura, this is me. Hi. Parallel contact, babe? Well, you know, you've always said that you wished you'd met me earlier. Here I am. Do you remember this? I mean, this is happening to me. It already happened to you, right? Unless it works more like a multiverse where each triple creates an alternate time. A multiverse? My God, we watched too many movies. (laughs) 
You know, Steve, as I watched this movie, I couldn't help but just think, man, if you took just some of the little bits and pieces, good parts, everything else from various movies, I mean, back to the future, almost every space, you know, time continuum thing you can possibly think of, uh, it, it's kind of an amalgam in this movie. And the cast of it, as we talked about a, a little earlier, is just amazing. Dee and I were watching it. And, you know, Ryan Reynolds is, is such an amazing character. And I kept going, you know, he he is such an appealing actor. He reminds me. And you know what he is? He's kind of the snarky, edgier Tom Hanks. Everybody loves this guy. Men, yeah. women, every age group. He can get away with things that are sketchy and edgy that, you know, no other quote-unquote kind of nice guy, mainstream actor can get away with. Same thing with Tom Hanks. And it really is remarkable. I, the guy can do just about anything. Yeah, when you make something, um, you, you can make fun of wanting to drown a kid and make it sound hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's a gift. I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. Yeah, when he can say, wouldn't you love to hold this kid under the water until the bubbles stop? <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah, who, who can say that? But, you know, it, it really is kind of amazing. Steve, I'll let you kind of walk through the, the premise of this movie because it is all over the place, but it's really fun. Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure I understand it, but in 2050, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is a pilot, and he has to come back to fix something. I mean, it's like Back to the Future or half a dozen other movies we've seen. The difference here is he meets his younger self. So if, you were, if you're not a Ryan Reynolds fan, twice Ryan Reynolds might really put you off. But I thought this kid was hilarious when he, you know, he's a little guy. He gets beat, beat up at school, and his mom, played by Jennifer Garner, has to go get him and rescue him. And she says, why are you getting so many fights? And he says, yeah, you think I'd be better at it. <laughs> I know, I know, because so he's got the snark, thinking, too. Yeah, you're thinking, well, okay, this kid is Ryan Reynolds, and uh, just in a younger form. And when he pokes him, he says, do I get to get muscles like this someday? When is that going to happen? Yeah, I mean, ripped. <laughs> there's a charm factor here. The rest of it, you know, it's like Catherine Keener playing the the evil, you know, don't you mess with my future, and that, that's all kind of superfluous. And I love Mark, you know, Ruffalo as the dad. He was adorable. And Zoe Saldana looks like she's having a good time. So yeah. I enjoyed watching this film. I, I got to the end. I'm like, okay, I don't know exactly what happened here, but I'm yeah. good with it. And I had fun. You know, as you mentioned, we've seen this derivatives of this nine ways from Sunday. There are a few things that are kind of unique. You know, the, the, the meeting of yourself, we all learned in Back to the Future that that is an absolute no-no, that heaven only knows what can happen. You don't tell people what is coming up, and that's kind of run, one of the, the running issues in the family because basically we have dear old dad who invents something or has a theory that literally changes the world and the future and the very technologies that Ryan Reynolds is using to come back and try to repair some things were actually fostered with his father and then his father's mentor is the Catherine Keener uh, character who starts off, you know, great, but then becomes snidely whiplash type takeover the the universe type character. So, again, if you're looking for something totally unique, this ain't it. But if you're looking at some interesting, uh, you know, twists and turns on this, uh, you know, I, I kind of describe, and I don't mean this to sound negative, because often when you say, you know, after school movie, it's, it, it is 
you know, der- derogatory. Yeah. But this is like the very best, most spectacular, kind of fun, go with it, at, you know, after school movie you, you've ever seen. I, I got a big kick out of it. However, it's not great. It's not, you know, original enough to, I think, warrant, you know, a real high star rating. But, but it's a three-star movie for me. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I think I liked it a little better, and it, it all centers on Ryan Reynolds and the kid. Between the two of them, when they're on screen, I was mesmerized and having a great time. So I think the fun factor for me helped push it over the edge. I get that it's not as original as it should have been or could be, but I had a great time, and I thought, I yeah. forgot about the world for a couple hours, and that made me happy. Yeah. So what's the grade? I gave it a B plus. A B plus. You're just a hair above me on that one. Yeah, this this is a lot of fun. And uh, again, you know, I would like to have seen it. Duh, I would like to have seen this on a big screen. Uh, and, I know. You know, I we're going to talk about another movie that Turning Red. That is a tragedy. Again, those poor people at Pixar making these films and having them go straight to streaming is uh, it's horrifying. I mean, well, it's just sad. And, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's horrifying from a financial thing, too. I think the dollars are being stepped over in order to pick up pennies and bolster streaming and betting on the future. And I get that. I get that there are future changes. I get that there's a place for streaming. We've all utilized it. Thank heaven we had it over the last couple of years. But I still think that th- there is some real damage, you know, being done to, to certainly the bottom line for some of these companies, and and I think for the creativity level too. I, yeah, to you're deny... absolutely right. The numbers are out there that yeah. this is not the way to do it, and so they just kind of fly in the face of it. And I think that's a mistake. Well, and as a major Disney stockholder, that really ticks me off. Oh well, as a Pixar employee, can you imagine? They're like, wait, where is this going? I know. You really the creativity and the heart and the soul. You know, we had the chance. Uh, you know, a, a dear friend of ours, Cal Gunderson, was honored by the uh, the uh, uh, LDS Film Festival last week, and uh, we yeah, wasn't that amazing? I, it, it was wonderful. Brilliant. Yeah, it was great for, but also, you know, the people that that did Waterman. Oh, I, I got to, it. Oh, it kind of yeah. got the triple crown, you know, People's Choice, yeah. Best Film, and you know everything else. But every time, you know, those filmmakers would would talk, and you could, and, and we chatted with many of them out in the lobby of the Sarah Theater, and it, it was truly amazing. And you can just see how much of their heart and their soul and their checking account has gone into the creation of this. And one of the last things that Cal said was, go see movies in the theater. That's right. He pointed back to the screen that was behind him. And he said, this is where they need to be seen. And, And he's absolutely Right. So anyway, I'll hop off the soapbox here. We'll take a brief break here at the bottom of the hour. Don't forget the movie we just talked about is The Atom Project. Is it it rated PG-13? I think it is. It it? is. Yeah. It's mostly for the snark factor and just a little bit of of language in that one. So anyway, uh, you'll see it on Netflix and in some select theaters, The Atom Project. The Movie Show. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say... Is it too much to ask for both? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, I think it's time for a little movie news. 
This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, movie news here at KSL News Radio. And uh, we want to kick off the movie news today by getting an update from Blake Anderson, who's the president, the big kahuna of the Megaplex Theaters. We talked with Blake. Uh, we caught wind of this, that uh, the Larry H. Miller companies, uh, Gail Miller everybody, and so many people, have stepped up and have invited others uh, to participate in cash donations, uh, you know, items that are necessities that will be flown over to uh, the area around Ukraine. And so we thought we would get Blake back. I invited him last week to join us for an update. And Blake, first of all, maybe you can explain the, the overall concept before we talk about how things are going. How did this come about? Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, you know, uh, when this whole tragedy started unfolding, true to uh, our company's motto and the Miller family's mandate that we enrich lives, uh, everyone came together and said, what can we do? So with our um, Driven to Assist campaign, we reached out to the community. The Miller uh, family, Gail Miller and the family, have pledged $2 million. We asked the community if they would help help us match that. And then we also asked the community if they would bring in uh, new items such as diapers, feminine hygiene products, new shoes, new socks, so that as these refugees hit the border, we could restock them. Uh, Gil Miller has helped with IHC, and they've chartered a jet to go over and, uh, and meet those refugees with these items. And I have to tell you, and I try not to get emotional when I talk about this, but the overwhelming response from the community has been so heartwarming. We literally have had to clear out rooms in our theaters to, to put uh, this, these items in, and it is just an, an amazing, amazing vision. Isn't that cool? Steve and I were talking about that. Steve was, uh, were you at Jordan Commons, Steve? Which, which theater were yes. you at? Yeah, and yes, was he was mentioning just, you know, it was just an overflow uh, situation. And uh, this afternoon we are going to be dropping some stuff by. And what about cash? Can, can we also just write out a check? We got a notification from our company, uh, Bonneville International, our parent company. They will match uh, legitimate donations to to charitable organizations. And they sent out, um, you know, our upper management sent out something company-wide that said, you know, many people are considering donations right now to benefit Ukraine. Don't forget that we have a company match. So I'm very curious. If, if I want to write out a check, how does that work? Oh, that is wonderful to hear. Thank you for that, Doug. Yes, I mean, cash is king here. Uh, the thing about cash is we can put it in uh, it to work so quickly, and we can get the items that are needed there right away. LHM.com, there's a link driven to assist there, and you can donate cash uh, through that way. It's great. We have companies like your, your own that is, is willing to match that. Wouldn't it be great if we could come up and match the entire $2 million that the Miller family's put up and really make a difference? Um, you know, I mentioned last week, Max Morozov, he is from Ukraine. He is the founder of the Megaplex Gelato that we sell in, in all of our locations, and it's made fresh at Jordan Commons there. But he called me yesterday and literally just on the verge of tears and says, I want you to know that every night I send a picture uh, and, and FaceTime my family in Ukraine. 
and them seeing these supplies and the, and what people are bringing in and pictures of families bringing in supplies, donating cash, is just gives them so much hope and so much uh, needed peace in this time of difficulty. So it's just amazing. It, it This is an amazing effort. First of all, the goodness and the generosity of our listening area, the people of the Intermountain West, it is it is just off the charts. It absolutely is. And the sacrifices that we're willing to make for for people. And but it really helps often many of us just sit back and go, what in the world can I do? How do I do it? Where do I take something if I want to give something and to have kind of an epicenter, having the hub of that wheel be something as familiar and as, you know, the, the word is legit. You know it's a legit effort, like the Megaplex Theaters and the Miller family and so many others that are engaged in this. That That is a real community service. It is wonderful. And, you know, we'll continue to collect these donations through the weekend, all into Monday. Our main collection centers are Jordan Commons, Legacy Crossing in Centerville, and Thanksgiving Point in Utah County. But, you know, if you're closer to another Megaplex theater and it's easier for you, bring it there. Our people will do the shuttling. Again, the easiest thing to do is to go to LHM.com, donate that way. But you're right, Doug. If, if Everyone doing a little helps a lot, and I think we all feel so helpless in this situation, and we think, yeah. you know, Three weeks ago, these people were going to school, living their lives, working, and now they're hunkered down in shelters and fleeing to the borders, and it's just it's just heartbreaking. There's a, a new service that uh, many of us, uh, many Utahns in general, but people in the media pay attention to, and it's Utah Policy. And uh, it was fairly early on in this outrageous assault on this sovereign nation that I, I clicked on the, uh, the site, and it said, Kiev still stands. It just choked me up. And I thought, yeah. good grief, the whole might of Russia is focused on you with the ham-fisted Vladimir Putin, you know, guiding this effort against this much, much smaller country of Ukraine. And I thought, good grief, Kiev still stands. And, you know, what what an amazing thing that is. And it still stands days and days and, and even a, a week or so after that. And so to have this opportunity to uh, to facilitate the giving nature, the better angels of our nature, it's a great thing. Blake, thank you so very much. And, again, the major drop-off points are right up in Centerville, the Megaplex Theater there at uh, Legacy Crossing, and then Jordan Commons, and then Thanksgiving Point. But any of your locations – would accept the various things that you mentioned, diapers, shoes, socks, you know, just those basics of, uh, of human life. That's correct, Doug. And, you know, I think we all have seen that, that this is a perfect example that freedom isn't free. And the free world is gathering together to, to stand up and show what we believe in. And this is an opportunity for us all to do something. You know, I was so proud the other day. I'm, I'm seeing these signs all over, but I live in Holiday, Utah. And I, I was pulling down the road, and there, there's kind of a little corner there where, you know, things are posted that are coming up, you know, fireworks, different things, town meetings. And this one was just a simple sign that said, Holiday Stands with Ukraine. And, you know, it was in the, the colors of, of that country, and it, it just it just touched me to my, to my soul. Blake, thank you so very, very much. Thank you. And uh, we'll be dropping by Jordan Commons this afternoon.
Thank you. Appreciate your support. And uh, it's just thanks to all of our guests and our fans out there. We really, really appreciate it. So thanks for having me on. Well, and I know when when you talk to Gail and any of the Miller family, Steve, whomever, make sure that uh, they know how much uh, we appreciate this avenue through which it's so easy for the rest of us to give. There you go. That's our lead story on movie news today. And a big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters. The Movie Show. You'll soon find out that some wizarding families are better than others, Potter. You don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm going to step up and I'm going to eat your portion because I know you'd feel badly if it went to waste. <laughs> what a trooper. Yeah, you know, that's a super trooper, as a matter of fact, what I am. All right, hey, we have just enough time to wrap up our uh, movie news here. So uh, this one, this is kind of interesting. The National Association of Theater Owners, NATO, get that, they are putting together a donor-supported charitable nonprofit dedicated to developing the future diverse workforces within the exhibition industry. They want to grow the movie-growing communities through research, education, and philanthropy. Board of Directors. I was looking through the Board of Directors, and I saw a familiar name. It was Tori Baker of the Salt Lake Film Society is on the board there, and they want this to be a leading voice in what the future of uh, exhibition of cinema will be. They want to promote the industry as a great place to work and a great place for career growth and a great place to make sure that you can see uh, everything up there on the big screen, state of the art. So we'll have to talk to Tori about that next time we have her on the program. What have you, Stephen? Well, I have a couple of prequel uh, uh, stories. Hunger Games prequel is ramping up production uh, this week under the working title of Butterfly. It's based on the Susan Collins uh, novel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and we'll look at the younger life of the eventual villainous President mm-hmm. Snow at the age of 18. No casting details have been announced yet. Okay. Uh, Dune 2. Apparently, uh, Elvis's star, Austin Butler, is in talks for a key villain role. Uh, part 2 is uh, <laughs> has been highly anticipated. Let's put it that way. And boy, a lot of uh, heavyweights are coming back. Uh, Florence Pugh in talks for her part. Uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Zendaya, Zendaya uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, and so on. And uh, as we all <laughs> realized, the first Dune was just half of the original classic novel, and it grossed more than $400 million worldwide. And apparently Warner Brothers has uh, put the date out for Dune 2, uh, part two, for October 20th of 2023. Uh, well, Predator prequel is uh, will take place on the Great Plains in 1719. Mm. It'll be called Prey, and the Legion star uh, Amber Midthunder will play a Comanche woman who goes against the gender norms and stuff of her tribe to become a warrior, setting her on a collision course with, of course, the most famous hunter of all. Uh, the producers promise it will be as good, if not better, than the mm-hmm. original Arnold Schwarzenegger movie back in 1987. You know, for, and by for way, if you can't hear me, it's probably because the lawnmower's outside. It's 72 degrees here, so <laughs> oh, take thanks. your donuts. And- yeah, uh-huh. Thanks, Steve. You know, why don't you go out and mow that lawn? You know, we will. <laughs> That's my next job. Yeah, that's your nice job. The Movie Show. Your little girlfriend gave me the stink eye in art class yesterday. Katrina's not my girlfriend, all right? And I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just 
the way her face looks, you know, that's just her face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Uh, tis the movie show here at KSL News Radio, and it is so much fun to be up here at Noble House Furniture and Design. And Virginia Pierce is here with us live and in person, the commish herself. And uh, are you uh, scoping out which one of Steve's treats you want to uh, yes. eat first? I was first? sitting closest to the donuts, and then I, I did move over. So yeah, I... but now you're closer to my donut, and I'm getting worried. <laughs> Watch out for the badger. He's going to snap at you. That's, yeah, Where that's is right. Steve? Well, he's, he's down mowing lawns in California. Oh, good. Doing so something worthwhile. Finally found something worthwhile and you know that uh, he, he could do. Well, after you mentioned the donuts, my sister's going to go down to Roland's Donuts, the most famous spot in Merced, to get some donuts. So. There is a favorite spot in Merced. Oh, my God. When we were kids, we would ride our bikes into town at 530 in the morning just to be the first ones there. We were wow. we loved donuts. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we're eating them on your behalf here. Hey, uh, this I'm, I've been looking forward to this conversation because we are now post-legislature. We are. And... The, the question that we've all been asking for years is uh, when are we going to increase the incentive program for Utah? So, you know, we, we did that back in the Huntsman years. Yep. And, I, I, you know, I, I talked with uh, former Governor Huntsman yesterday, and I, I didn't think to bring that up. I, I should have. It wasn't an interview or anything. We we're just having a conversation. But he was back in Detroit because he's on the Ford Motor Company board. And, oh, right. and I, I should have asked him his, his thoughts he on that. He was one of the ones that got it all going. Yeah, you know, he, he truly was. He, he put a fire underneath that. And in the meantime, we look at, you know, projects that we've lost. We looked at, you know, what once was a fairly respectable amount for incentive money. Just, I mean, just the inflationary factor alone, not to mention all of the competition that we have from all over the place now. I mean, how many people looked over our fence? And went, holy smoke, look what these guys in Utah, especially Montana, was going, look what these guys in Utah are doing. So all the, they antied up. What happened? Maybe you can walk us through SB 49, which did indeed pass out of the legislature last week. It did. So uh, I, I know we've talked about incentives on the show before, and it is just a part of doing business in the film industry. I actually read a really interesting article about Chicago, the movie Chicago, in 2003, and that is the really what got it all going because they shot that film in Canada and Chicago, the city was so annoyed at the fact that they had not shot a classic film in its actual state. And they decided to, you know, go for, go after an incentive to keep production from from going out of the country. And so fast forward all of those years and almost every state has some kind of incentive because that is the way the film industry works. And it's less about competing with other states than about just coming to the table with something to offer. So right. we don't have to offer more than other states because we already are so well set up for the film right. industry. We've got the locations and the infrastructure and the crew. 
And um, I think we just got too popular for the size of our incentive is really what happened. We had lots of great shows. We had lots of great independent films. We had Yellowstone. We had High School Musical. And that just, we didn't have enough funding to support all of those projects. So as everyone knows, we lost both of those two series last year. And the rural counties really saw the impact. You know, I think Yellowstone spent a lot of time in a lot of rural areas, and they really wanted to see film production come back. It's an immediate influx of funding. It supports the hotels and restaurants and, you know, people on the ground and and communities, local communities. And um, so they, they formed a rural Utah film coalition and really pushed the legislature for funding to support film production, specifically in rural Utah. And this additional amount, tell us about that and what its target is. So it's $12 million. for two, it's, a, it's got a two-year review or two-year sentence. Is that in so. addition to the uh, eight? It is, yep. Right. It's in addition. And it's kind of a specific pot of funding. You have to spend 75% of your location days in rural Utah. So it really will, it really does mean that those projects will be looking to film outside the Wasatch Front, which is great. That is really cool. Yeah. That, that is truly great. And I understand that uh, Kevin Costner has thrown his support and did throw his support behind he this did. bill. He seems to have a real affection. You know, you think of some of the old, you know, filmmakers, you know, back in the, in the 1920s and 30s and 40s that just Utah was a second home. It, it seems like that's kind of the case for Kevin Costner. He liked yeah. shooting here. He fell in love with it when he came. I mean, I think he'd been through here before, but he hadn't ever filmed anything since before Yellowstone and pulled me aside that first season and said, I've got a, a film that I want to bring to Utah. And so four years later, you know, he really has been, he's come to scout three different times. He's been all over Southern Utah, Bluff and Blanding and Moab, all through, you know, on the ground, in the air, St. George, Kanab, um, Price. He's right. really been everywhere and has found a lot of locations that he loves. So that is really he was cool. Really depending on the funding, if he could come in. You know, and it's great when we have somebody who really does have that special affection. I mean, we've had Spielberg, we've had everybody here. You know, but sometimes it's kind of well, it's just perfect for whatever they have right. in mind. But there are those uh, actors and producers and directors who have really, like Robert Redford, who not only has an affection for the state but has deep roots here. Has homes here businesses here and and everything else I mean, who wouldn't want to live here exactly right? exactly because the movie shows here because the movie shows here exactly yeah. exactly so there are many ways that something can become law and it can happen with a veto then it isn't the law and unless it's veto proof which i understand this is a governor can sign it or let it become law without a signature. What is likely here? I think that, so it did pass with a lot of support in the House. It got 50 votes, which is the 75% required. And so I think the next step is it does just... Goes to the governor's desk and we'll see what happens. And I think, you know, with the strong rural focus, I am hopeful that everyone can get behind this because I think we can really show that it does support communities that really are looking for that kind of economic impact. You were telling me it got pretty lively on the Hill talking about this. It did. <laughs> there was a, there were very passionate people. And I think I was, I was thinking about it, listening to everyone weigh in and in versus another bill on, you know, something a little more standard. 
everyone has seen a movie. Everyone can find a movie that they love. And I think it's easy to get passionate about movies. Right. You obviously have a show about it every week. And so legislators are no different. And I think they really felt like they had a skin in the game because they know movies. Right. So it got it got very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it's cool though that it is so targeted and there are so many very tight controls on the money has to be spent here. Right. And and with this particular additional money has to be spent not only here in Utah but in specific parts of right. Utah at specific Percentages. Yeah, I think it'll be great. That is exciting. What What is the latest on Costner's uh, movie that he wants to do here? He was waiting to see what happened with the bill. So I think now that we're over that hurdle, he'll be ramping up here this year. So oh, very cool. Yeah, we'll okay. keep you posted. Now, I would be remiss in my role as the, the mayor <laughs> now is calling me the godfather of Eureka. Yes. As the godfather of Eureka. Steve, see this. Yeah. See what he did there. Yeah. The godfather yeah. of Eureka. Are there any little tentacles that might be heading our way? I just heard Eureka brought up in a production meeting just this week. Wow. As potentially a great spot for an incoming project. Well, so. if they uh, ever want me to do them a favor <laughs> in Eureka, we can work that out. You might out. need to pull some strings. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. That you were you were telling yeah. me about that. That's that's cool. Well, maybe we'll have to do a special radio show on the road. In Eureka. In Eureka. It could be sponsored by one of our I great mean. businesses, Bees Hangout. Let's do it. At the top of the hill. I they think we great, need a road trip. They have great burgers. Okay, let's do it. They have a southwestern chicken thing that is unbelievable. <laughs> hey, Virginia, anything else you need to bring us up to speed on that? That's no. a big win, by the way, and I know how hard you worked on that. You you pretty much had. You know, Marty Stevens, who was the speaker for many years, that's the first time I ever heard the term herding cats. You yeah. know, I... <laughs> The, the legislature is truly trying to herd cats. There are so many opinions and everything. They have a lot on their plate, and I do not envy them the decisions they have to make and how fast they have to make them. And I just uh, I do applaud, even though everything gets very passionate. I think at the end of the day, everyone stays friends. So yeah. I like that about that, too. Okay. Anything else we need to be aware of? No, nope, that's So it. we don't flunk the what's happening in Utah when it comes to movies test? I think we got it. It's, uh, they are doing an anniversary screening of Searchers next week. At oh, the great. I think it's the Rose Wagner Utah Film Center and Doug Fabrizio are doing a special lecture. So if well, you that, haven't seen The Searchers, especially on the big screen, that's a classic. Totally worth it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Virginia, thanks. And th- boy, thanks for all your work. And I know there are so many people that work so hard. Were there heroes in the legislature on this one? You know, who sponsored the Senator bill? Senator Winterton from, uh, he, he represents Summit and Uinta, Duchesne, kind of that area. And then uh, Representative Handy was our sponsor. Oh, Steve. Yeah, yeah, Steve. It was great. Oh, and that's I mean, there great. There was a lot of great support. Good, good. Virginia, yeah. it's so good to see you. And be sure to, you know, pick up all of Steve's donuts over there. We, we don't want any of them to go to waste. Okay. All right. All right. Please, Virginia please Pierce. Do. Yeah, that's right. Virginia Pierce, the commish here in the state of Utah. And boy, Steve, that's that's good news on that additional $12 yeah. million dollars to the incentive so program. So happy to hear that. Yeah, boy, no kidding. The Movie Show. Una puta solo? Yes, Greedo. As a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss. Tell Java that I've got his money. On KSL <laughs> News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Oh, man, Steve, you can never go wrong with sound bites from Star Wars, can you? They're, they're just classic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, we probably ought to review 
a movie. So we've already talked okay. about the Adam Project. Both of us liked it. You liked it maybe a hair better than I did. But how about if we? Uh, well, you tell me. Which one should we tell? Let's say let's save turning red for a little bit. But what else should we look at? Uh, well, we should uh, take a look at Tyson's Run. Okay, Tyson's Run. Here we go. Is it okay with you, Father, if I learn how to run and become a champion like the boys in your football team? It takes a special kind of runner to even compete in a very long race like that. I'm a cleaner. Can you teach me to run? I can help you, but it's up to you how you finish. Okay, tell us about the movie, Steve. Uh, well, this film is about a young kid who uh, has autism, and his mother pretty much takes care of him all the time because the dad is a football coach and part-time Batman, apparently. The whole movie, he's like, what's wrong with this kid? Why can't he, you know? So the kid wants to please his father. He wants to go play football, but uh, he doesn't have the tools. And But he does like to run. And so the guy from, I can't remember his name, but he was in a Captain Phillips movie where he played the lead Somali guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, he has a little store in town and uh, sells running shoes. And he sees the kid go by, and he says, yeah, this kid's got some talent. So he decides to train him, and uh, he becomes a long-distance runner, and the dad goes, you can't run a marathon that's over 26 miles. He goes, actually, Dad, it's 26 miles, 385 yards. You know, he's kind of a rain man <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Um, and it's a cute movie. The kid trains for a little while, and suddenly he's in the you know the big race, and like, wait a minute, what? I mean, there's some serious runners in this, and it just feels a little contrived. Um, it has a kind of a faith-based um, underlying to it. But sometimes the problem with these movies is that they kind of lack the finesse or the subtlety um, that is required to make a you know super quality production. So, you know, at one point the dad gets mad because he thinks that uh, the the Somali guy is you know taking advantage of him. There's no indication of that anywhere, and all of a sudden they just create this drama about what's happening with right. this kid. So it's just you know, and then it. it Without any, and I know you're going to hate this, but the arc of this coach, he, he's like all about you know championships. He's won all these championships, and suddenly he just walks in and says uh, to his assistant, "I need you to take over because I need to train my son." Like what? Where'd that come from? Wow. So it's just a little uh, unsettling, I guess. It just kind of jumps around a little bit. It is uh, called Tyson's Run. It's PG. I gave it a B minus, and this one is playing at the Megaplex theaters. You know, that sounds actually kind of interesting. I have a really dear friend who has a, a, a grandson who has some challenges, and it was running that just focused this kid. It was running that kind of gave him an identity and something that he could just really wrap his arms around. And so this this is intriguing me. Yeah, well, if, if it had been a little better done, I mean, sound, just how you described it would have been more interesting, I think, than what we got here. But... It's still, you know, it's hard is in the right place. You can't blame it for that. Uh, but just kind of a low-budget film. Um, and it's cute. And, uh, you know, autism is is a very, you know, dear topic to a, a lot of people, including me. So Boy, no um, it, it was so close to being good. I just, you know, it's just a little heartbreaking when it's not. Sometimes that, that really is almost tougher to take when it's so close to being what it should be. And sometimes they, they, they just go for a, a kind of a cheap drama or, or something is, is unfortunate. So the title again is Tyson's, Tyson's Run. Run. 
mm-hmm. and it's PG, and I gave it a B minus, and it's playing in the Megaplex theaters in in some Megaplex theaters. Okay, now you're sounding awfully kind of throaty today. You're you're not coming down with a cold, are you? Or are you just allergic oh boy, to all that long? I have the mother home? of all colds going on right now. <laughs> Terrible mother? timing. I might might not even be able to go to the funeral because I don't want to, yeah. you know, mess up anybody else. So. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I kind of thought maybe we just had early morning voice for a while, but, you know. Yeah, I know. No. Rough night, and uh, I thought, oh, man, I almost called in sick. Never done that before, but oh, well. Well, that would be totally I'll, unacceptable. I'll soldier on. All right. If you send me a donut, right. maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll deep freeze one for you here. The Movie Show. You could just write your own rules, you know, write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you going to do? I have my own club. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's 1042. I think it's time for a little streaming news. Planning on a weekend of binge watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all. So you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, streaming news. Boy, where to start here? And boy, you know, a lot of times, Steve, we're finding that the streaming news starts to uh, cross ventilate with the releases in theater, and especially yeah. when you have day and date and everything else. But here's something that's kind of in both worlds Warner Brothers has delayed release dates for Aquaman 2. The Flash, Black Adam, and more. And uh, here are some of the dates when you can expect to stream them. So it's a reshuffling for the 22-23 movie Slate. Shazam! Fury of the Gods uh, and, you know, is, is pulling forward a little bit. But while all of the other movies are dropping back, like Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam moved from this summer to October, DC League of Super Pets which also features Johnson, will now move from May 20th to Black Adam's previous July 29th date. The Flash and Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom were pushed from late 2022 to 2023. And it starts beginning to be a who's on first here. It gets really confusing. The non-DC movies, like Wonka, uh, that's been given a hefty delay from March 17th of 2023 to December 15th. Uh, this is going to really shake you up, Steve. Jason Statham's shark sequel, Meg 2, The Trench, will arrive in theaters August 4th of 2023. And What are you talking about, Doug Roy? I know. <laughs> there, goes, there goes your whole day. So, you know, in other words... You know, we, it ain't over yet. We've still got all these delays. I mean, it was getting to the point where it was comedic. It was so ridiculous how many delays. And, and think about it, Steve. Still, two years ago, you know, we were talking about Top Gun. We still haven't seen Top Gun. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we just got to be patient, I guess. it's They're coming, but for some reason they just are nervous about letting them out this, this early. Yeah. What have you got for us? Well, first of all, I should mention that um, the I watched pieces of her open last week with uh, Tony Collette, and I got my daughter was on the phone. She says, "Dad, are you watching this?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is intense." So I've only seen the first episode. She stayed up all night, half night, watching it. Uh, apparently, pieces of her is really good. Um, and then I finished watching uh, 
marvelous Mrs. Maisel finished the the, uh, the season, and of course she's amazing. I just love her. You know, and although her Steve, the, you know, D, D and I are almost uh, through the whole thing, and with with me, I've kind of had a, a love hate uh, relationship uh, this year. You know, so much of it is, you know, she's she's emceeing in a strip joint and and stuff. There's a little bit of a. It's not quite as delightfully snarky. In you know we're we're to the point where she's kind of revisiting being stood on the tarmac and you know there are certain yeah. offers that are coming and you know things like that so it's it's really up and down for me I I loved the the first couple of seasons this season I'm having a little bit of a harder time with well get to the end and you'll see that they've been setting up something this whole time about her. Why is she working in that crazy strip club? And somebody finally just says, wake up. Yeah. You need to work. And it doesn't have to be, you know, remember her premise at the beginning was, I want to be a headliner. I do not want to be the warm-up right. act. And uh, you'll see that come to fruition as somebody says, wake up. So yeah. there, there's, there's a good payoff at the end of that. So I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. Let's see. Let's talk about Netflix for just a moment. TV Insider has reported Netflix has seemingly canceled the seventh season of Nailed It Halloween after production shut down earlier this week. The filming was interrupted last week when various crew members elected to walk off the set of the fifth episode in the hopes of securing a union contract. Apparently, Netflix is somewhat notorious for not being terribly favorable toward union moves. And uh, they've kind of blown things off. Netflix hasn't released an official statement on that yet. But uh, Nailed It apparently is going to be a a casualty there. Well, I've also been looking at, um, I I noticed just off the top, you know, Cheaper by the Dozen, there's another remake of this movie with Zach Braff and uh, Gabriel Union and a bunch of kids. I don't know who they are, but they're going to hit Disney Plus next Friday. Uh, Penguin is going to have a spinoff series. You know, you couldn't even recognize Colin Farrell in that movie. Well, apparently he's getting his own series on wow. HBO Max. And then Ghosted, it, this looks interesting. It, it'll it be on Apple TV+, Plus and it features Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas. Remember, she was the super agent in No Time to Die in right. the Latin countries. Uh, Mike Amar, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he was uh, Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it's supposed to be an action adventure that's currently in production in Atlanta and D.C. And it's written by the guys that wrote Zombieland and Deadpool. So that's wow. ghosted. Wow. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good recommendation there. Yeah. yeah they, they've done some good work, so we'll, we'll see. There, there's one little story that's kind of interesting. Disney Plus partnering with Nippon TV to increase Japanese language content. And in addition to the streaming uh, distribution rights for that uh, Japanese TV programming, the partnership also includes plans for co-productions between the companies, dramas, animated series, variety shows, and all to be released globally via Disney Plus. So we'll kind of keep an eye on that. Anything else, Stephen, or should we wrap this well, up? If we don't get a chance to uh, talk about it, but the last days of, of Ptolemy Gray, we'll put, if, if there's a chance to review it, I'd love to, but sure. I've seen all nine episodes, and it's Sam Jackson in a great character role um, by a really famous author who also co-wrote the screenplay, so 
I watched that maybe three weeks ago, and it's kind of stuck with me. So um, Okay. We shall talk about it. The Movie Show. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Engine arms and bitter dreams grow. I have to listen to that little bit of Clint singing. It's just indescribable but actually that one's kind of wonderful in gran torino steve before we hit the top of the hour let's talk a little bit more you've got me intrigued sam jackson is kind of a living legend right now i mean here's a guy that has starred in everything he's been as edgy as you can possibly imagine he's been beloved believe it or not in some of the the movies and tell us about the last days of ptolemy gray well he's a an an man with dementia. He lives in Atlanta. He's kind of revered in the neighborhood, but he's really starting to lose, you know, his memory and just uh, who people are and whatnot. So he runs into a doctor played by uh, Walter Goggins who says he's working on an experimental drug that will give him his memories back, but it might be short-lived. They're trying to, you know, perfect it so it'll last longer. But he says, you know, I'm willing to take that risk because I think there's some stuff that I've done or hidden that I can't remember where I hid them. Yeah. So he takes the drug and suddenly he is back and everything is clear as a bell and it's so cool how he just sort of embraces it. He's like, I know where I hid all this stuff, including a very expensive coin, which you will really appreciate uh, that part of the story. But um, then as as anticipated, uh, he starts to lose it again and he has to figure out how to, you know, hang on until he can finish all the things that he wants to finish. It's really a, a beautifully done um, little limited series. It is on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, I think it's, it would probably be TVMA because there's a little bit of language, but not you know what you normally hear because he's always chiding people in this series. It, it, don't use that language around me. I thought, well, that's not <laughs> Sam Jackson. By no kidding. So, yeah, so it's a charming little story and uh, just really well done and good on Sam Jackson. I mean, this is a, a very deep character, and he plays it to perfection. So this is on Apple Plus? Yes. All Apple right. Plus. It's a limited series, I think eight or nine episodes. Okay, the last days of Ptolemy. The Movie Show. We are really fighting the clock, and every minute counts. Wait. They're all slots? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show today is coming to you from Bountiful, Utah, and Noble House Furniture and Design. And you know, Steve, I think it's time for a little telephone torture on the program. No, 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 no we, we got to do it. It's just such a beloved tradition. We have fabulous prizes worth, worth, worth up to dollars on the line today. And that includes two tickets to the Megaplex Theater near you. It includes two drinks for you to enjoy while watching the movie and a tub of popcorn to share with the person you take with you as your movie partner. Now, Steve... I'm thinking of a number. One. <laughs> I'm thinking of a number that uh, might. Lost track of your coughs. What what coughs? I didn't hear any. Did you hear any coughs, Dell? <laughs> no, nobody else heard any coughs. Just oh, because you're suffering from must a be, must be me. 
terminal cold. Well, it was number six is what I was thinking of, Oh, my Steve. goodness. Wow, yeah, number, you're really going after people today. Number six, the number to call is KSL Talk. And let's go to our first potential winner who is lurking out there on the line right now. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Great, thanks. You're caller number one. How does that make you feel? Oh, man, a loser oh, again. A loser again. And let's just fulfill that right now. Here we go. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Ooh, I like Woo-hoo! that. We got it back. back. We resurrected. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Uh, we, we got Sean back. So there we go. All right. <laughs> That's good to have. That's like an old friend coming back. All yeah. right, let's go to the phone line. And this will be caller number two. Hi, who's this? Is this Frankenstein? (laughs) Click. Well, hey, it counted, though. It counted. Whoever that was. Okay, so we need to go ahead and loserize whoever or whatever that was. You are not a winner. You are not a winner. You are a loser. (laughs) Good old Sam. You know, if Sam was with us today, he would be... He would be peeling the glaze off one of these donuts over here. He actually did that, believe it or not. All right, back to the phone line. Number three, and hi, who's this? This is John. John, John you know, we always hear about John third, the, you know, first three, whatever. But anyway, John, <laughs> I'll t- tell you what, I hate to break it to you, but you are a... Loser. Loser, proudly embracing it. You know, let's let's hit that button on John. Here we go. Oh, I'm a loserizer. <laughs> a loserizer. <laughs> that sounds like one of our infamous listeners who lost a little while ago. See, we're getting oh, really dear. creative with this now. I know. Or very desperate, I haven't decided. All right, now let's go to caller number four, who's on the line. Hi, who's this? Carl, and losing sucks. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be cool if Carl Malone really did call up and said that? Do, do we have Do we have the actual Carl saying that? I think we do. Here we go. Maybe not. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. That is not Carl. Okay, now let's go back. I just saw Dee's little car come screaming in the parking lot. Okay, uh, hi, who's this? You're calling number five. This is Justin. Justin, you're number five. We're oh, looking so for close. We're looking for number six. Yeah, you're so close, but you are still a... So far away. Yeah, far away, and you're a fill-in-the-blank. Loser. Loser, yeah. Zap, hit that button. Because losing sucks. Ah, there's Carl, just when we need him. Just when we need him. Okay, now we go back to the phone line. And this, Steve, is caller number six. How does that make you feel? Woohoo! This feels fantastic. Well, it should. Who is this? This is Bryce Pryor from Springville, Utah. Bryce from Cowboy. Wow, way to go from Springville, Utah. You are a big your beloved Eureka, brother. Yeah, we are you are very close, which makes life so much better for you, doesn't it? 
Oh, yeah, I'd be there in 32 minutes. Ooh, he's got the time down to the second. Okay, well, you have won fabulous prizes worth up to? <laughs> dollars and cents, hopefully. Ooh, dollars and dollars that make sense here on the movie show. And you're going to be going to the yeah. Megaplex Theater close to you, so you're going to hop up to Vineyard or Thanksgiving Point. Where are you going to go? Uh, we usually favor the viv- vi- uh, Vineyard down here in Orem. Vineyard, yep, that's that would be the yep, closest yep. to you. And what movie are you going to go see with your free tickets? I'm going to have to consult with my wife. I love action and thrilling, and she loves drama and love and girl stuff. Girls. It'll it'll be a – I think I'm going to let her decide because I love her. I like that drama and love and girl stuff. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's kind of what we deal with too. So, well, you are going to be enjoying all of those fabulous prizes. But first, there's one thing that you need to do to make all the other losers out there feel better. And what is that? May blue eyes rub it in from here. Ooh. That was almost like cowboy poetry there. I like that. Yeah, let's crank it up here for Frank. Here we go. Ooh, big finish. And a big thanks to our friends at the Megaplex Theaters for several reasons today. First of all, what they are doing to facilitate uh, for all of us, making it easy to help the folks in Ukraine, and then also for funding and uh, sponsoring telephone torture on the program. It takes an amazing company to go to those extremes, (laughs) sponsor telephone torture on one end, and help the folks in Ukraine on the other with a little help from all of us. So, big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Well, here we are, quirky pick. You've abandoned us for the last two weeks. It's and been hard to be gone from this magical moment in This my magical, life. quirky <laughs> moment in our lives. Now, before we do go to your quirky picks, though, we've got to talk about some great picks that are available right now at uh, Noble House here in Bountiful, Furniture and design, because Angie, you have got, and Dee just informed me she's going to be turned loose on all the lighting here in just a a moment. Well, in art, you know, that big spot over there above um, where our little antique crib is in the great room? Right, yeah. We we need something there. We have a whole wall. We're kind of going, what do you do? It's a big wall. What do you do with this? Walls are tricky. Doug would like mining maps, you know, but (laughs) I'd love you to weigh weigh in on that. Right. right. Dee and I will have a discussion. Yes. Yeah, I I just saw her slip a bribe over (laughs) there a moment ago. But yeah, we've got to talk about what is underway, not only next week, but what is underway right now as we speak. When people come in, the lighting and the art. Wow, you've got a deal. We, you know, we have so many beautiful pieces and we don't bring anything in that we really don't love. We're really careful when we source our products. And so, yeah, and we've got them at every price point. So you can find, you can find what you want for your particular room and and floor lamps are always tricky. And we found some great sources for those recently. So we've got some great, great floor lamps to choose from as well. So Dee, what lamp are you going to be looking for? Well, I was thinking that entry. You're not going to replace my lava lamp, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, Exactly. I'd like to take a look at that. At the lava lamp? Yes. It's probably worth a lot of money now. So, <laughs> so uh, you've got a spot in mind? The or? entry area that we're yeah. putting that 
that fun little new cabinet that we're waiting for. Yeah. That would be good. However, that's where the picture that Doug so dearly loves, I knew he liked it. I didn't know he liked it that much because <laughs> I think a lamp would cover that. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we can always put it up higher, and the lamp can shed even more or light Or there are it. more spaces, many more spaces. Many, many yeah. more spaces. Yeah. Is this a conversation you had often with people? In Just, in my, mind. Just in my mind. All the time. <laughs> I love it when husband and wives come in together, and they have such different takes mm-hmm. on things. But we can always find a compromise. They both live in the home. It's Do you ever just great, have to so. separate them and go, you go to the man cave, you go to your office, and we'll be fine, you know? My favorite was one time the husband was trying to give me signals behind his wife's back. And oh. I, I finally just said, I, you two, go go discuss. Yeah. Were they the TV signals like yes. cut it off or wrap it up and all that stuff? No, it was pointing to his favorite thing. Choose this one. Oh, so. I see. Oh, it was kind of That's funny. That's smart. That is smart. No. That's very smart. Now, covert. we've talked about what's happening this weekend. But next weekend, that's the biggie. That's when it really kicks off. Yes. We, you know, we, we love keeping our prices low all year long. So we hope people remember that. If they need something in the summer, um, we're still going to give them a great value for sure. But if you're ready to um, do some work in your home, this is the time to do it. So starting right. next Saturday, all furniture, both in our showroom and our warehouse and custom order, will be either 35 or 40% off retail, depending on the line. Well, that's a cool thing. You know, if somebody is ordering something to be able to get that price, too, that's, yeah. that's a big deal. And locking it in now is really a great um, idea. We have had so many price changes. Vendors are obviously with the, the shipping issues yeah. and material issues. I, we used to have a price change maybe every year from our lines and now it really is happening in yeah. a couple months so yeah. all the more reason for me to get out there and get busy shopping <laughs> yeah i was just thinking that <laughs> yeah. you remember those little signs yes, <laughs> you know, yes. okay well one of those so noble house furniture and design and boy the design part of that is really important you know d and i've talked about this all the time we know it when we see it and yeah. we kind of have a general vague idea of kind of but boy to have somebody really help focus you and you know what what really would work here and what won't you know really clash with that thing sitting over there that that's a big deal for us i i think so too you know we all have our talents and things that we can do and you both are so creative and, and know what you're doing you're not giving yourself enough credit but there is something to be said about somebody who does it all the time all day long and right. really knows how to put something together so you're not disappointed when it comes together our goal is that you i mean in fact our motto and we joke about it sometimes because we've used it so much but we just want people to love walking into their home we just yeah. want it to feel like oh i'm so glad to be home i put this together a way that we love it and because everybody has a different design aesthetic and um and we want to meet that absolutely noble house furniture and design and again the lighting and the art on sale right now 30 yeah. percent more off and then Next week, the big sale kicks off, the spring sale on Saturday morning. Noble House Furniture and Design. Okay, D, what's the big quirky pick of the week? You know, I forgot about writing those up while I was gone. <laughs> you've been kind of a stupor since you've been back yeah, from Missouri. Yeah, and I just kind of forgot that I was contributing on on our social media, but we did, you know, I was... You're not saying you forgot about us little people no, on the for- movie show, I did didn't you? forget, and I did watch things with that I mean, in mind. I can understand I just... forgetting Steve. <laughs> Oh, hello, Steve. But I'm your hey. husband. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, chime in here and protect me. Doug's being mean. Something oh, new. Oh, yeah, that's just Doug. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, we did watch things. We always watch quite a bit of TV, as you know, when I'm back with my sister. And you think my reality TV shows that I like to watch are, you goofy. know. Goofy. Goofy. Well, you know, with her, we were watching a lot of, um, I don't know, 
hoarders, sister wives, you know. I mean, those are things I don't usually watch. Really? I like the more quality, like the Real Housewives, the Below Deck, the that's, Dallas that's, Cowboy that's Cheerleaders. That's the quality stuff. Huh? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And then there's one that I finished up while I was back there that's on Netflix. It's called Cheer, and it's really kind of interesting. It's this little junior college that's in a small town, kind of like an Ephraim. Uh, or like a Trenton. No, it's bigger than that. (laughs) It's Corsicana, Texas, and this little Navarro Junior College who took the national cheer competition. It was was really kind of phenomenal. They did two seasons on them. And these cheerleaders are like Olympic athletes. They're amazing, but they're not elite. You know, they haven't been trained in the higher echelon of the sport. They're just kind of just athletic kids and it's kind it's an interesting series you 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 gotta like that type of thing it's more of a documentary story okay steve's Steve, laughing why are at you, you even D. laughing have you seen it steve see at least i'm not laughing steve, at you have you seen it uh, somebody tried to duct tape me to a chair and make oh, me watch it but my gosh you are i i'm not even gonna qualify that but anyway more in the mainstream, we did watch Patsy and Loretta. It was a uh, Netflix just dropped it. It was a 2019. We meaning you and your sister. My sister and myself, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, it was a 2019 with Megan Hilty. I don't know if you know who she is, Steve. She's a Broadway actress. She That's did too Smash on for TV Steve and, and, and Wicked on Broadway. She's kind of a big uh, deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Patsy and Loretta was about Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn. Right. And singing in it. It was nice if you like, you know, if you like that genre of music. Sure. I think you would have probably Oh, it was a great era it. for country music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know how they became great yeah. friends. Patsy Cline right. mentored Loretta Lynn. And anyway, that, that was a pretty fun movie. And then my sister had never seen Just Like Heaven, the Reese Witherspoon 2005, yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. It's really a sweet yeah. little romantic movie. Did you like that one, Steve? I actually did. Oh, oh I, I thought well, you would. Don't tell anybody, that. but I actually did. I know. It's kind of sweet about this uh, little gal who... Goes into a coma and they, she's kind of, I don't know, Doug, help me with this. They kind of think she's dead, but she's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember it? And yeah, she, kind she of. Visits. Mark Ruffalo rents her apartment. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And she comes back. Right. And, and she's yeah. kind of there in okay. spirit and, and more than that. It, it's a sweet romantic movie. I, I was busily casting about going, do I remember this? Oh, but I'm no, sorry. No, no I, I know you remember it because we've seen it together. Yeah, no. yeah. So, okay. So, and then there was one. I was duct taped to a chair too. No, that's, <laughs> no, not, that's true. not true. This is the type no, of it's movie. No, it's a cute little movie. It really and is. And then there's one that we really liked that I'm going to have you wa- watch with me and I will remember to write this up for our social media. It was called Always Be My Maybe. Steve, it just dropped recently. With It has, oddly enough, Keanu Reeves. And it reminded me a little bit of that one that we watched called Love Hard, Hard Love. Oh, yeah, Love Hard. Love Hard. It oh, yeah, Love Hard, yeah. A, a big notch above, um, you know, like the Hallmark movies, but kind of, yeah. anyway, all rom-com all the time. I feel like nobody's in this with me today. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of off by myself. Well, Hello, you're, guys. You're kind of back in the living room out on the farm in Trenton, I think. Okay, okay. well, that was a special moment with me. So, um, Rural route what? Uh, yeah, well, you know. The, okay. the, the Is that an older team, movie, by the way? It was a 2019. But you know how Netflix, okay. yeah, Netflix will drop them like they're new, and you kind of think they are. Yeah. You know? Does that amaze anybody else but yeah. me? But you, when you look at the trending, and you go, well, that came out three years yeah. ago, but and Ke- it's hot. It's yeah. trending. Keanu Reeves was in it, and he played a really funny character where he, he kind of, I guess he's like the nicest guy, but he played a jerk kind of rendition yeah. of himself. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Again, once again, 
just just me who knows about now, this. Steve <laughs> Steve is telling me that the marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel will redeem some of the low moments that you and I have well, and, not and loved. Steve, we aren't really towards the end of it. We're more halfway through it, and and we're a, a little better than that, aren't we? Not too much more. Somebody keeps falling asleep in it, and then we kind of have to go back. <laughs> Who would that I somebody not be? Not me. <laughs> you know, well, that's the only way I can get rid of the duct tape feel. But but my other friends of mine that have watched it said they really liked it by the end, also. So yeah. I was glad to hear that, Steve. It gives us it gives us new hope. Yeah, it, it really was kind of a a, a, a turning point for her. I, I can't wait now. I can't wait to see where they go from here. So. Yeah. yeah, I I just you know I just it's lost a teeny bit of its sweetness for me, so it'll be nice to see it come back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping the arc of this story <laughs> will take us back to the Mrs. Maisel. I'm always that looking we for the loved. arc. Yeah, Aren't me you too. In life and in movies, me too. Yeah. Because I always feel well, like it is a bit uncomfortable having out. that that uh, stripper palace, whatever. But it, yeah, if you yeah. notice as it goes on. The act, the acts actually get much more artistic. Is that if that's the right word? Uh, we don't so, have words. Yeah, for it's that. still uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but we, okay. we'll try. Okay. Well, on, oh, look at the time. Yeah, you guys. it is time for me to go. Well, yeah. I, I, what? Need, to, I need to go shop. shop. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. We're turning her loose at yeah. Noble House Furniture and Design. Yeah. Wish All you right. were here, Steve. Oh, boy. It'd be fun. All right. Miss you. I uh, miss you too. I'm glad you're home safe. <laughs> Thank you. The Movie Show. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Now, Stephen, this is the moment you've been waiting for. I think Angie's fleeing the scene of this crime right now. Oh dear. I know. No, it's it's time. It's time. <clears throat> and now, ladies and gentlemen. It is time, these poor unsuspecting folks over here, it is time for the movie show (laughs) top ten Did you hear that in California? Click. Hello. I'm Mr. (laughs) Ed. You know, that part of my art and craft, that cultivated ability that I've refined over the years, I fear, is underappreciated. I'm just saying. Well, you got something right. <laughs> oh, but um, bum There goes another one of your donuts. Okay, now let's uh, go ahead with the movie show top ten. Number ten okay. is Scream. Eight weeks. It's been with us over eighty million dollars domestically. How is that done internationally, Stephen? Uh, another fifty-eight foreign. It's at one thirty-nine. Wow, not bad. And then we have yeah. something that I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's Gunga by Katiwadi. It is a film <laughs> sure from India, is. shockingly. Uh huh. And it's a short one. It's only two hours and thirty-two minutes. Ooh! Um, wow. But, Subtitles. Uh, it, a... it stars a young woman who apparently is doing a crossover. She's now she's going to be in a Gal Gadot, uh, Jamie Dornan movie next. Okay. So yeah, might wow. be good. Who knows? About one week, you know, made about six hundred thousand dollars. Cyrano, boy, this little movie. You mentioned that our friend Sean 
the Tribune liked this movie, but pretty much the the vibe elsewhere was mm, no. And with the cast and Peter Dinklage, who's one of my favorite actors, you know, it's only made about two point seven million dollars, and boy, that ain't great. And the music—it was a musical yeah. <laughs> that seems to have avoided the trailer, and uh, that kind of ruined it. Jackass Forever. This movie just keeps cranking it out. It's been out five weeks, budget of a dollar ninety-eight, and it's made fifty-five million dollars domestically. The international level—do they cultivate and love this movie as well? No, they they think Americans are pretty much nuts. So they, but they did go seventeen million. So it's at seventy-two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and these guys made a ton of money on that. Sing 2 is still killing it. Uh, it's uh, been out 11 weeks. It's number six, right in the middle of the pack. And uh, $154 million, roughly, internationally. Uh, 207, it's at 361. That's great. Huge hit. It, it, it is a huge hit, and it's good to see a just dessert situation. It deserves a death on the Nile. Now, this movie deserves more. It really does. Murder on the Orient Express made more money. It's not as good a movie. Death on the Nile is much better. Out four weeks, it's made about $38 million. Uh, but it has done much better in foreign markets. It's 78, so good. 116, but that's like like a third of what uh, Murder on the Orient Express did. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, it was a different time, but still, you know. Anyway, Spider-Man, No Way Home. <laughs> what can we say? Out 12 weeks now. it uh, It's barreling down on, like, $790 million domestically, the international numbers, Steve. Well, they've kind of gone a little soft, but the thing is the mm. domestic numbers are climbing still. So this yeah. – uh, at 1.08 billion, that's just the foreign numbers. It's at 1.867 billion dollars. Now, once it gets up to closer to two, then we can talk about you know catching up to some of these others. But right. you know, it'll probably end up third or fourth worldwide. Right. And again, we've mentioned that the China market, which is the second largest movie-going uh, market in the world uh, is not open to Spider-Man. Dog, uh, this is interesting. It's it's hanging in there, and it's it made over $6 million domestically. It's over $40 million domestically now, and it's three weeks. That's kind of been a little bit of a surprise hit. Yeah, it's. I, I call this alternative programming because, you know, if you're tired of superhero stuff, it's a cool dog movie, so yeah. check it out. Yeah, and... and a little warning on this one. You, you'll you'll warm up to it. You really will. At first, I was kind of going, "What? Where's this going, really?" But all of a sudden, you go, "Man, this this has a whole lot more meaning and heart than I thought it was going to." Number two, Uncharted, a movie that Steve and I didn't like very much, but everybody else in the known universe seems to like it. Steve, it's over a hundred million dollars now domestically. Yeah, one seventy one four, and so it's at two seventy four. And I believe, I'm not, I'm not mistaken, this you know movie opens in China next week. Wow, it'll be interesting to see. And isn't it interesting how they handpick it? We mentioned the Tom Holland factor and everything. You know what motivates? Well, we'll show this, but we won't show that. And what? That's yeah, usually some political. Somebody yeah. said something that ticked them off. Yeah, it usually is. And then the Batman. We were all speculating last week, and. Uh, you know, if if this had been released two years ago, well, two and a half years ago, uh, the number would have probably been over two hundred million. But one hundred thirty-four million dollars right now domestically—that's not bad. 
Well, as of uh, yesterday, it is worldwide at currently at 301. So yeah. it's 157 domestic, 124 foreign. That was the last number I saw. And then yesterday, uh, they said we just went over $300 million worldwide. So yeah. they got to be happy with that. It'll be interesting to see the legs, because for both you and me, the darkness of it, the grittiness of it, the length of it, the fatigue factor... And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I had hoped. I mean, I'm glad I saw it and I enjoyed it. But I, I just didn't love this movie as much as I hoped I would. I think the issue is that some of the people that have watched or read the old classic comics are adoring this movie because it's more back to the original, original Batman. So mm. the purists seem to love it, whereas the rest of us are like, what? What? Okay. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A little... Um, movie show top 10 sponsored by our friends at call climate services who are just up the road a piece from where i'm broadcasting now in bountiful they're in centerville nice people to do business with scott call and his his great company they do a great great job the movie show i'm oh, sorry what i called you city stuff that was pretty close that's, that's a lame nickname that was good. Better than Jobin. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The show here at KSL News Radio coming to you from Noble House Furniture and Design. Spring sale, the big spring sale gets underway next weekend. Okay, Steve, I think we ought to review a movie called Turning Red. Let's get the sound on that. I'm Aileen Lee. This is going to be the best year ever. And nothing's going to get in my way. Is everything okay? I'm a gross red monster. Don't look at me. This happened already? What did you say? Are you kidding me? Okay. Steve, tell us about this one. I've got the link for it, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. So this young woman, um, Mei Lin, this is sort of autobiographical, and those are usually the best stories when somebody knows what they're talking about and sort of do a story about themselves. Uh, Mei Lin is a straight-A student. She's in Toronto. She has a little group of friends, and they're all huge fans of this boy band called uh, Four Town or something like that. And they're trying to get tickets, and, you know, she's 13, and, you know, hormones raging, and all of a sudden she finds out that if she gets too excited now, she turns into a big giant red panda. Um, <laughs> okay. And this is sort of a, tra- well, not a tradition, but not a, even a curse. It, all the women in her family, and no one has talked about it until now. And she's like, well, what do I do? And they say, well, when the uh, red moon comes up, there's a, uh, you know, a little seance or whatever, and we'll get rid of that red panda and you'll be fine. But then... She goes to school and everybody loves the red panda when he, you know, she gets excited and he comes out and it's just a cute little movie. Um, again, though, this movie is not in theaters. It's only on Disney Plus. And that to me is, is a tragedy because this is a beautiful big movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. Well, isn't that a shame because you think about that. You know, you and I have talked about this for years and years and years that if if the timing is just halfway right, this is not some exact science, but you're just halfway right, and you put out a decent animated movie, you're just almost printing money. And I can't understand why Disney wouldn't cash in on the 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 big screen experience and and then, you know, rake it in again on on streaming. Well, and underneath all that, um, some of these people that work on these movies 
their salaries or bonuses are tied to the theatrical right. release. Right. So much like ScarJo, when she got all upset about Black Widow, uh, you know, these people don't have the notoriety or the infamy that they're famous enough to, you know, pull a big grandstand. But they're, you know, going to suffer financially because of this. So, yeah, right. it's a mistake. But oh, it's a really bad. cute movie. I gave it a B plus, and uh, it's rated PG and just sweet as can be. But okay. only on Disney Plus, and not the, uh, you know, the added money thing that they do. Yeah. I think this is just coming straight to Disney Plus. Okay. All right. We have just enough time before we hit the top of the hour, Steve, to review I Am Here. Do we have sound on that? Uh, we should, yes. I was born in Warsaw. I was a happy teenager until the Nazis invaded. I lost almost my entire family. We were sent to terrible places. I never lost hope. Would any of us reach out with love to the very person who denies your own history? Wow, I am here. Oh boy, this is my pick of the week. I wish we had more time, but um, Ella Blumenthal, 98 years old, just had a birthday Well, when they made this film, uh, the documentary. And she not only survived Auschwitz, but she survived two other camps. And at one point, I mean, there's the stories. She responded to a letter about somebody said that the Holocaust didn't happen. And in love, she said, let me tell you my story. And then if you still feel that way, you go on your, your way and live your life. But let me tell you what happened to me. And in a line of women and if he pointed to the right, you went to the labor camp. If he pointed to the left, you went to the gas chamber. Right. And she walked up, shoulders back, head held high, and he said, to the right. And she said, I've held that survival guilt my whole life, but I just knew that if I was going to go to the chambers, I was going to do it with my head held high. Yeah. That's just one. I took two pages of notes on this thing. and It's such a great movie. She said at one point, the only way out of Auschwitz was through the chimneys. Yeah. Oh, isn't that just true? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so good. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed this film. A- how, minus. how do we see it? Uh, it's only playing at the Broadway Center. And, okay. and usually some of their films will come up, you know, in um, streaming not too long afterwards. Keep an eye out for I Am Here if you want to get a definitive look at you know, what happened, at least in yeah. this girl's situation in, at the Holocaust. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I am here, and that's at the Broadway theaters. Yeah. Steve, thanks for uh, soldiering through with the cold. We wish you the best, and uh, have a safe trip back to Utah. Thank you, Doug, and uh, have a great weekend. Okay. Steve sails with us uh, from uh, California today. That does it for the movie show. Thank you so much for being part of the program. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Great. Thank you, Evan.